Hello, 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 and welcome to Navigating Children's Ministry. My name is Sam Beam, and I am so glad you're listening. Sorry for the uh, temporary break. We all know how ministry goes, and uh, I had to focus on some other things for a few weeks, but I am glad to be back and able to really dive in to some more ideas with you guys. Um, today, you've probably read the uh, the title of the podcast. If you haven't, you know that we're talking about uh, making a game plan for 2024 specifically for your family. Um, the families in your church matter, uh, and I think having a game plan for them really does matter. Uh, now, this uh, I'm basically going to share a template for how you can uh, help plan uh, your family goals for 2024. And so this is honestly a copy and paste that you can use for any one of your uh, ministry areas, whether it's your kids, your volunteers, whatever. Uh, but I really wanted to focus on family today. And really, before we dive in, I wanted to talk about just the importance of family. I mean, it doesn't matter um, what context you're in, your families matter. Um, I think important disclaimer to clarify is when I say a family, I don't mean your nuclear family of, you know, uh, mom, dad, and 2.3 kids or whatever it is, but uh, but really uh, the families, uh, as in the families that uh, that have divorced parents, the families that have single parents, the families that have uh, mixed households, the families that don't have parents, the families that are grandparents or uncles or foster or whatever it is, uh, all of those uh, count as families, and, and they really, really matter. And I think that's important uh, to clarify. It doesn't matter where you're coming from or uh, where your church is heading. I think if you are not focusing uh, as a family ministry, uh, not just a kids ministry, then you're missing a huge demographic of what it looks like. Uh, The reality is, and uh, if you're familiar with orange principles at all, uh, they talk about the principles of uh, the influence of your family, uh, but it doesn't matter what curriculums or ideas that you subscribe to. It's it's a no-brainer to look at a family uh, and uh, realize how much uh, more impact they have than we ever will. Just simple math of time together uh, is is the biggest one, but also uh, there are truly uh, <clears throat> unexplainable and explainable influences that parents have on their kids. Uh, It doesn't matter uh, how close the relationship is. uh, A kid will always be bonded to their parent in a unique uh, and special way. And so if we are not uh, prioritizing ministry to the entire family and making sure that uh, everyone is on the same page, then we're really only, you know, watering one of the the seeds on on a vast uh, garden that needs to grow. And so we need to make sure we're taking advantage of uh, our time with the families. And so uh, what I want to ask you today is, is what is your plan for your families in 2024? Uh, and how can you continue to plan for them? Uh, because uh, we don't want to just jump into the year, uh, you know, willy-nilly trying to figure it out. Um, and so uh, this is a time to plan, right? We're going into that new year. If you haven't planned already, now is really the time to go into it. And if you have, how fleshed out is it? Do you need to add more? And so uh, today I've got seven uh, steps that you can take uh, to help plan uh, your 2024 family goals. And like I said, this is a template, so it can basically be universally used on any of your goals. Uh, And I think just in general, it's a good pathway to take. 
uh, you know, and, and with every one of my podcasts, take what's useful, leave what isn't. Uh, and uh, I hope that you find something uh, that is helpful and encouraging for you in here. So let's jump in. Um, and, and the first step when you're thinking about this and with anything, uh, you, you, you should start here because you don't want to just do things over. But uh, number one is how are you currently partnering with families? What are you currently doing with your families? Uh, and especially this is a time to inventory what are you doing with your families that's working? What are you doing with your families that isn't working, right? Uh, is there anything in 2024 that you need to stop doing? And start with that, right? Is there anything that you are doing that is not effective? I've had many of these moments before in my life where I've been like, I am doing something that has little to no impact on the lives of these families that is either draining me or draining other people, and we need to cut that. It's it's not doing us any good, right? Uh, I've done a podcast before for parents, uh, and uh, I would release a weekly episode for them to listen to in the car, and nobody listened to it. So I cut it, right? It wasn't doing a service to the families, and so it did not make an impact. Uh, do the same thing for your areas. Uh, are, are the things you're doing right now having an impact, right? What's having the most impact? Do you need to add more? Another example for me, uh, we have something we do called Parents Night Out. Uh, it's simple uh, and easy. Uh, we offer $5 child care for your entire family, uh, and you get two hours out uh, free, right? Uh, with no, no worry, no anxiety. You know that a trusted group of people has your kids, uh, and parents love it. It's easily one of our biggest attended uh, events that isn't like a holiday um, and so we're like, okay, let's add some more. So we're doing two next year where we're doing one for Valentine's Day and we're doing one near Christmas. Um, but think about stuff like that. What is going well? You need to add it. Uh, and then think about the things that are new. What is something new that you want to start? What is something new that you want to implement into the lives of your families this year uh, to help make an impact? Okay. And then jumping on to step number two uh, is, is write that out. What do you want? What is your end goal? What do you want in the year 2024 for your families to take away, right? Uh, and and this, is, this is your dreaming phase, okay? This is your brainstorming phase. Phase two is not what can I do for my families. It's what do I want, right? Write those things out. What do I want? What do I want my families to get? What do I want my uh, families to experience? What do I want them to learn? How do I want to resource them? What are ways that I want to do this, right? Uh, and I think coming in with any idea, uh, something I'm learning uh, is that when we uh, when we come to these ideas, don't limit yourself by what you can or cannot do. Write out all of the ideas, get the creative juices flowing, and from there, uh, work on logistics after that. But, but we want to Big picture, what do we want for 2024? And honestly, you can do in general, what do I want for my family ministry at my church? Uh, and just go from there. Uh, but no matter what you do, just make sure that you write it out, okay? So write out your uh, desires for partnering with families in 2024. Uh, and the number three, this is where you break it down, okay? Look at those ideas. Look at what you've created uh, and really... Uh, process it out. This is where if you have a team, if you have executives on your volunteer uh, team, if you have a group of people in your kids ministry area that are uh, especially wise and talented, uh, a lot of these steps can be done with them. And even if it's just one or two other people, 
Uh, we always want to have other people's influence, especially if you can get one or two or three parents uh, from your ministry in there talking about it. That is when the ideas really start to flow. And that's where you get to look at what's realistic. Um, you know, one of the biggest challenges that I have as a kid's pastor is that I don't have any kids. And so it makes things a little bit awkward because, um, you know, I can't quite see everything from a parent's perspective. And, and I can, you know, place myself in their shoes and imagine what it's like. Uh, but I've never experienced it. And so uh, having people around me that have experienced that are great because there's been several times where they've been like, Samuel, please don't, please don't do that. That is a bad idea. No parent is going to enjoy that at all. And I'm like, okay, yes, ma'am, I get it. I understand. Uh, but uh, have those people around you uh, and boil it down, right? Look at what's attainable for your year, boil it down, uh, and really the key here in step number three is to come out at the end of step number three with a vision statement for your goal, right? You want a succinct one to two sentence for what you want to do. You know, I want my families to spend at least an hour a week talking about uh, the Bible outside of the church, right? I want my families to spend two nights a week at least in prayer or doing a devo or whatever it is. You know, I want my families to be comfortable to have active faith conversations uh, on a regular basis, okay? Uh, and that is your start, right? That is your vision goal uh, for what you want to do. And then we go, how do I do that? How do I do that? So step number four, break it down. You want to break it down uh, and, and, and make it into bite-sized pieces, okay? Uh, another thing I've learned recently is that when we're looking at the scope of ministry, uh, if we try and say, this is ministry that I want to do, uh, and look at it from a big picture, we will die. We will cry inside. Uh, I'm dealing with so many things in ministry right now, uh, and, and when I stop and look back at everything I need to do, uh, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I think I'm going to go work at Walmart now. Um, and so I need to stop, and you need to stop. And before you get overwhelmed by your dream, you need to say, what do I need to do? And so let's go for the example of, like, I want my family to have, uh, you know, confidence to have faith-based uh, conversations in the home, right? We just want to build basic faith literacy in parents and kids so they can have conversations about what they believe and, and faith and make it a regular thing, okay? And so we stop and we think, what are ways that I can do that? And so we think, okay, I want to resource the parents so that they feel comfortable, okay? And then number two is I, I want to enable the kids and, and encourage them to talk with their parents. And then, uh, you know, number three, uh, I want two or three events this year uh, that can help me uh, create conversations with families about the Bible inside the church where it's safe so they can take it out. And then maybe four, you know, I want to create a weekly conversation guide for my families, right? And break it down into, you know, bigger chunks and then break those chunks down into smaller chunks, okay? I want to resource my families, okay? I want to find, uh, you know, two books, two podcasts, and two news articles uh, that I can give to families uh, to help them feel confident, okay? And then I want to... Uh, you know, write three questions a week uh, and have a Bible verse every week for parents to talk about the lesson, right? Uh, and for some of you, this may come with your curriculum. And so maybe it's, uh, I want to advertise and make sure every parent knows about this. Whatever it is, think about your goal and break it down into smaller and smaller chunks until eventually you get to something that you can do 
right then, right? And so uh, this may be uh, four steps down the line. It may be 12 steps down the line. But whatever it is, get to the point where, you know, let's say for resourcing parents, I want a volunteer that hands out uh, the weekly questions guide every week, okay? And so then right there, you okay, okay, what volunteers is who can do this? Who can I put under with this responsibility? And I'm going to have that conversation, right? And once you start that conversation, you start those pieces moving. And so uh, essentially what you've got is you have yourself a system where you know exactly where you need to go uh, and you're never stalled out for what to do because the last thing you want to do is start an idea, start a vision, and then get halfway through and be like, I don't know what's next. And so what you want to do is you want to start from the top and work your way down and figure out the steps to get where you need to until you're at the base layer and you say, I can do this today or I can do this this week. That is where you want to go. Number five, after you've broken it down, right, and, and uh, with all of this, this is your own way of processing, okay? So if you're a spreadsheet person, maybe you've got a spreadsheet, or maybe you like a flow chart. So you make a flow chart. Maybe you need to write it all out on a giant whiteboard. Uh, write that all out and figure it out, uh, but make that, break it down. Uh, and then number five is make yourself some mile markers, right? Make yourself mile markers. And what I mean by that is uh, look back through whatever system you've created and look for some of the big uh, moments in your journey to reach your goal and uh, have those as points to uh, celebrate, encourage, and motivate you, okay? So maybe, you know, three or four steps down the line uh, of your flowchart, you have a volunteer that creates the weekly questions and prints them out for you so that you can resource your parents. That is a win. That is awesome that you have someone out there that is creating those for you uh, that you know consistently every week you can have that to resource your parents. That is a big milestone to your goal of resourcing parents. So circle that, whatever it is, when you get to that point, celebrate however it is that you want to do. You know, maybe you go get a large Starbucks drink that day instead of a medium, or maybe you, uh, you know, go out to dinner and celebrate. Maybe you just celebrate with your office and, and get excited about something cool that you've done. Uh, have your coworkers in on it as well. Uh, and then also just use it as a point to motivate you just to know, hey, I've got this mile marker. I've got this place I need to get. And when I get there, uh, I get to celebrate, I get to be uh, excited, I get to be encouraged because once you hit those mile points, you, uh, you're excited, you, you get to uh, see that you are making legitimate pro progress, right? It's easy to uh, make incremental changes in your ministry and miss out on the impact that they are having. So do not, do not, do not forget to set those mile markers because you could get halfway through the year and have done a ton of great things, but you haven't set mile markers for yourself. And so uh, you just find yourself disappointed or defeated, and you don't want to get there because you guys are awesome. You're doing great things in ministry, and you can see those impacts when you set your mile markers. Number six here uh, is tying in with that mile marker and celebrating is gather support uh, that can uh, support you, that can help you, that can bring you ideas. And like I talked about in the beginning, uh, have those people there. Uh, but but beyond that, have people that are there to support you, right? You want the people with the ideas and you want the people that uh, can share and help and grow. Uh, and then you want people uh, to fill in those spots. So like the example I gave, someone that can uh, you know write three questions and print the devos out for each week. That's somebody that's supporting you there. And so it can be supporting you by helping you uh, with one of your 
tasks to reach your end goal, right? It can be uh, something like that. Uh, it can also just be people that are there to support you as you go for this. So maybe you find some parents to champion this idea. You say, hey, for 2024, I want to help every parent feel comfortable to have a faith conversation with their kid. And so then your goal there is to find parents who are uh, excited about that idea, who maybe do that already, and get them to champion that. Get them up on stage at your church talking about that. Get them you know, out and about talking with families in the lobby before and after service. And get them out there excited and championing that idea because we want families and people uh, that can support. Uh, and then lastly, around your staff and around your volunteers, uh, uh, whether you have a big or a small staff team, share this vision and this goal. Uh, get them excited about that and help them support and encourage you through all of that. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, I, I always make this the first or the last point, but seek guidance, right? Seek guidance, uh, and first and foremost in the Lord, right? Okay. <laughs> when I, uh, start, when you start with, uh, like point number two, what do you want in 2024? Uh, your first step should be pray. Your first step should be, Lord, where do you want me to go? Where do you want this ministry to go? Not where do I want, not what do I want, not what metrics should I do? No, Lord, where do you want this ministry to go and stop and listen, sit in it, marinate, this isn't just in one hour Monday meeting, right? This should be a prayer leading into 2024. And uh, uh, just just repeat that, Lord. What do you want? What do you want families to see? Where do you want them to be at the end of this year? How can I do that? Uh, because let me just tell you, if you have uh, something that the Lord has put on your heart, uh, then all of those steps are going to be way easier. And I promise you, if the Lord's put that on your heart and you are faithful and obedient, then I promise you by the end of 2024, you're going to have that goal reached because the Lord will keep his promises there too. And so uh, pursue that uh, with faith and with trust in him. Seek guidance, right? Seek guidance in the Lord. Seek guidance from other pastors. Seek guidance from people around your community who are doing things that you want to do. Seek guidance from uh, you know, other people. Uh, who have done things before, right? Build that repertoire around you and seek that guidance. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, honestly, if you want to take this podcast and go sit down at work and just run through it and do every single step one at a time over a week or so, go do that. Uh, and if you think something like this uh, will help other people, share that with them, right? Like I said, this doesn't just have to be about family ministry. It could be any goal. And honestly, it doesn't even have to be within the church. This could be any goal anywhere. And so share that with them. Help them uh, plan this out and figure things out because 2024 is coming up and we don't want to go in willy-nilly. We want to go excited. Uh, we want to go ready to minister the gospel to uh, everyone around us. And so I hope you guys have a great day uh, and a great week. And I will see you guys next week on our next episode. Bye.